you know what? I'm sorry. You guys are all back here again. I know I just tossed you out, but I... <laughs> well, those are some noises to be greeted with when you've pulled somebody into your private void that you use as a newsroom. <laughs> you know, you'd think that I was just yanking you out of one reality and into another with no regard for your feelings. It really makes you feel unappreciated. I'm gonna barf. <laughs> well... I realized that there's a little bit more to your story before we get into the next part. So I wanted to make sure we went over that before we uh, we lost track of you again. So, let's get back into this. When you continued on from the Court of Madria toward Ilfra, you went on the northern road through some beautiful countryside, through a lovely little town called Banfeld. Why don't you tell me what happened on your way up to those caves that you had to go through? So on the way, I read Kai's diary, which she left for me and we found in Torva's jaw. Again, my pendant from Torva allowed me to unlock more messages too, seemingly ones from Torva. And this time it was a vision from Torva that I saw. And it was Kai and Torva's first meeting. And I guess Kai saved Torva from some other gods before she was a god back on the world below before it burned, which doesn't really line up with the stories that Kai told us when we were on Estra. Uh, and then when I read Kai's actual entry, it was all about how she hated Torva and he was trying to manipulate her. So mixed signals, you know? Oh, wow. What a complicated relationship to have with your god. Well, what happened with you, Corbin? Um, yeah, nothing like super traumatizing or anything. Um <laughs> I was just like asleep, you know, and then I had another dream about Mary and the golden man and the creepy wolf, and it was really bad, and I found out that the the wolf was Kai, the golden man was Torva, and both of them are fighting over Mary. And I also talked to Pavia a little bit, and she was like, you need to face the truth, Corbin. And I was like, what's the truth, Pavia? And then she was like, you can't handle the truth, Corbin. And then she wouldn't tell me what the truth was. So that was- Who's Pavia? Pavia's like a, a god who, she's the god of truth, but she's dead. So now she just like exists in the dream world. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Did either of those gods win in their fight over Mary? Yes and no. Kai won. At first, and then I woke up, and Mary woke up, and Mary couldn't feel anything, and it wasn't super scary, and we were all very calm, <laughs> and then I went back in s to sleep, and I kicked both Kai and Torva's asses and saved Mary, and everything's fine, and there's nothing to worry about, so we're good. <laughs> well, after that, we decided it'd be a good idea to visit Pavia's tower on our way to Ilfra. It was on the way anyway, and we wanted to make sure we could stop this sort of thing from happening to Mary again. And then on the way, you passed through that town of Banfeld. Did anything fun happen to you there? They nope. had a lovely harvest festival. <laughs> Nothing happened there. What happened next? I mean, we met some of Slake's friends. We didn't friends. meet anyone, and then we went to the caves, and they were really beautiful, and everyone had a great time. I don't remember it that way. Yeah. Uh, the caves kind of were, um, how do I put this nicely? The worst place I think I've ever been. <laughs> they, were, they were hit or miss, and most of the time... They were missed. Anyway, the caves are great. And at the Tower of Pavia, um, well, let's see. We went up and then, um, well, I had to knock Corbin out to make him go to sleep. 
And then he went to sleep, but then he woke up. And then it turned out I didn't need to knock him out because we all went to sleep. And we talked to Mara, who was Pavia's consort and the listener. Right. And the listeners were Pavia's order back when she was a god. I remember this, you know, from our world history textbooks. Hold on, wait a second. You remember this from the world history textbooks, but two seconds ago you didn't know who Pavia was? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) What's the truth, newscaster? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Now, what did you learn when you went to sleep in Pavia's tower? What? I learned some hard truths. Uh, like, you know, I'm like a, not a, not a crow, just like a, person and um yeah that was a big surprise yeah that was kind of the wildest <laughs> thing and I, I didn't see that one coming no no i don't think any of us did it was really just out of the blue <laughs> um but uh, i also found out that my human parents actually used to be um members of pavia's uh order the the listeners and i'm i'm the last the last one so that's cool, I guess. I mean, not as big as the crow thing, but you know. <laughs> we also, because it's a, it was a dream world that we were in, we could go back and reveal truths, like Pavia's powers entail. So we went back and we watched Mary's birth. Yeah, whose great idea was that, Fran? I mean, it was a, look. <laughs> anyway, we saw Cecilia. Remember, she was Mary's non-Torva attendant from way back in the beginning. Uh, We saw her stab Kai in the heart after she had given birth to Mary and then paint symbols on Mary that took her voice. The other attendants seemed like they didn't think that that's what should have happened. And Cecilia told them that the goddess had asked her to do it. But she was really sad about it. She, like, started crying. Yeah, it seemed like it fucked her up. So basically, we still don't know what Cecilia's motives or what her loyalty are. She seems to be working for both Kai and Torva. It's pretty confusing. Yeah, because we found out that Kai and Torva are playing some kind of game or doing battle and that they chose champions. When when Torva killed Pavia's physical form, Pavia prophesied that Torva will someday die because he can't take that which is freely given. And then we also saw that when Kai named herself, and she named herself the god of sacrifice, the prophecy was set into motion because she was the object of Torva's affection and she was a thing that he couldn't take. So as far as we can tell, because of this contradiction, they created Mary together and... Then they each chose a champion to see who would win. God stuff. God stuff. Yeah, we still don't really know what their goals are or why they need Mary. They decided to choose champions to defeat each other or something. And Kai asked to name Torva's newest child, who I would assume is Phelan. So Phelan, the betrayer, our friend who... Works for Torva, but betrays him for us. Our super hot friend. Our super hot friend was kind of put in motion by Kai. And we also found out one more thing. That the champion that Kai chose was me. And the reason that Torva impersonated my mentor was to influence me in some way. Presumably against Kai's interests. 
I don't know. God stuff, right? That's rough, Fran. Yeah, hey, Fran, is this the first time you've mentioned that? Don't worry, Fran. They won't remember anything, hey. and neither will you after hey, you friend. leave my news Oh, board. yeah, shit. Hey, Fran, you want to come over here? You want to talk to me about some stuff? <laughs> nope. Well, that is a lot of information to process. How are, yeah. How are you guys feeling? Emotionally scarred? Physically trampled? I'm completely fine. I've repressed it all. I'm good to go. Ah, <sighs> Corbin. Well, what did Mary tell you after her experience in the power of Pavia? Because she wasn't with you, right? Yeah, she was alone with Pavia a lot of the time when we were finding out truths in the dream world. But she told us that she needs to name herself like Minotine foreshadowed or her power will consume her. But she can name herself. But when she does, she said she won't just be Mary anymore. She'll be different since she'll be, you know, a, a god. Yeah. She'll have to live and be by her name. Well, she also told us that if we hadn't taken her to the tower to get Pythia's protection, Torva and Kai would have just kept coming after her in dreams and taking pieces of her, like her sense of touch, until she was just a shell that they could manipulate. Well, then you had one more fun thing happen on your way out of the caves, right? Yeah, we did. We got to oh, see yeah. all of Slake's cool art. Yeah. Oh, Slake's an artist, so we didn't even know it. Uh, you know, I just wanted to check on my gallery since we were going by it. But yeah, these guys got in. They were really nice about it. Yeah, because it was cool as shit, Slake. And because you're now our associate, not our yeah. intern. Yeah. I'll do my best. Well, then you were out of the caves and into Chikal Chahar. Wow, you all have just the most fascinating adventures, and you have more adventures yet to come. I'll drop you back into it. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> very disorienting. Warlock is a Patreon-supported project from Cobalt Press, publisher of the Midgard campaign setting for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. With your support, the Cobalts can make new 5e Midgard material on a regular, ongoing basis. In return for becoming a patron, you'll get first access to new maps, new monsters, new 5e character options, adventures in awesome dungeons, and much more. You can help expand the world of 5th edition dark fantasy at patreon.com slash cobaltpress. Press.